The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. I am with Kate Constable. I am merely Jim Rodriguez. You can listen to us on the Odyssey app. And, of course, you can watch the show at twitch.tv slash betql. All right. It may be July, but it's never too early, Kate, to be talking NFL. And Michael Lombardi, the former NFL executive, he's now on this side of the world in the media, dropped a little nugget, dropped a little little flavor for us to talk about. Aaron Donald, one of the greatest defensive players of his generation, got his Super Bowl ring with the Rams. Lombardi suggesting that the Rams may be looking at trading him. Now, now remember, this team won the Super Bowl not too long ago, two seasons ago. I've heard Cooper Cups on the trading block. Matthew Stafford and that behemoth $59 million contract is on the trade block. But Aaron Donald, Kate? Well, he seemed like the one player on that team that why would you touch him or in terms of trying to move him, right? I mean, talk about the anchor of your defense. It just kind of signals to me that the Rams are – wanting to maybe I don't know tank in some sense if they're looking to trade away those three top pieces like those are their best three players are, are they wanting to you know have a season similar to last year where they didn't win a whole lot of games and try and get uh Caleb Williams in the draft next year and Matthew Stafford there's been talk of him even retiring so how many more years is he going to play so that's kind of what this sounds like is the Rams recognize that they don't quite have the roster right now because of all the, uh, you know, uh, assets they gave away to get Matthew Stafford and that championship team just a couple of years ago that they don't think they can really compete here. So why not move some of your top players, get some good assets back, maybe try and lose a couple more games this year and get Caleb Williams next season. Now, you're absolutely. That's a great point, you know, and they don't even need to relocate him. Kayla can come right right across the street there right. from USC over to, to SoFi. You know, the, always thinking budgets. You know, the Rams are in good shape there. But, Kate, so immediately when, when you hear Aaron Donald could go, well, where could he go? And all of a sudden, he played in Pittsburgh in college. The Steelers have have some room. They have some cap space. 
Can you imagine him in Pittsburgh right next to TJ Watt? Remember, we talked about it yesterday. We had the Steelers at plus 130 to make the playoffs. They're plus 450 to win the division. Maybe that's reaching a little bit with the Bengals and the Ravens. But all of a sudden, Pittsburgh could get a whole lot better with Aaron Donald. Oh, yeah, that would be a great landing spot for him, being, you, like you said, he did play there. That would make that defense pretty scary. Last season, when T.J. Watt went out, that's kind of when Pittsburgh lost a lot of those games. He comes back in, and all of a sudden, you know, they're back to keeping their uh, Mike Tomlin's, what is it, uh, uh, not a losing season. They finished, I think, 500 right. last year, but not a losing season under Mike Tomlin. So if Aaron Donald comes over to Pittsburgh, like I can imagine that streak's going to continue. And all of a sudden, you talk about a team that can shut down some of the top offenses in the AFC, which would be huge for Pittsburgh, especially in you know their division, which is so tough with the Bengals, you know, Ravens and Browns. And right now, I would have the Steelers finishing last in that division. You bring Aaron Donald into the mix, I think that uh, changes the picture a little bit. Yeah, and plus, I mean, I've got them making the playoffs, actually. I've got them getting, you know, mm -hmm. over, you know, getting into the nine-win range. Plus 130, you might want to jump on that now at BetMGM to make the playoffs of the Steelers because if this, if this thing actually happens, that's not going to be there for a while. Now, yeah. back toward the Rams' perspective, I heard Cooper Cup was, was in the, is in the mix as possibly being traded maybe to Detroit with a reunion with, with Jared Goff. Obviously, uh, you know, Lombardi also brought up that they're trying to get rid of Matthew Stafford, $160 million deal. No one's going to take that, that salary. The Rams are going to have to pay for it. So now all of a sudden, back to the tanking, how about the Rams plus 950 fewest wins in the NFL? I don't hate that at all because – You'd imagine, well, the only other team that I think could rival fewest wins is the Cardinals, right? They look to be pretty mm. bad this season. Um, other than that, I think the Texans are going to win more games this year. I would really hope that the Bears are going to win more games this year. Those were the two bottom teams last season. So you're talking plus 950, almost 10 to 1 odds. I think that's great for this Rams team that looks to be kind of trying to blow it up in a sense and, you know, trade some of their top talent. Yeah. Now, the team in their division that the Rams are going to be staring up at are the 49ers. I, you know, obviously a trip to the NFC Championship game. Uh, kind of a surprise to me after, you know, tearing a ligament in his elbow, Brock Purdy's saying, hey, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready for week one. He's had the surgery. It's a six-month rehab. He's got his private coach. He's with a, a performance, a sport performance expert out in Jacksonville doing all the training. You know, all of a sudden, when you look at the first six games of the 49ers, I don't know if they need to rush Brock Purdy. Kate, what do you think of this? At Pittsburgh, at the Rams, hosting the Giants, hosting the Cardinals, hosting the Cowboys, at Cleveland. Brock, pump the brakes. We're going to be all right. Yeah, I hadn't looked into their the start of their schedule this closely quite yet, but that seems like, why would you rush him back, right? The quarterback position has been your issue over these last couple of years in terms of, of health, and you have a very doable schedule to start the season and, a, a, you know, a serviceable backup quarterback in both Sam Darnold and Trey Lance if you want to start them out. I mean, through those first three weeks, J-Rod, like, you know, at Pittsburgh, that one could be kind of tough. Rams, you should win that one. You're hosting the Giants. That's at home. You should win that. Arizona, 
I would hope you could win that. And same with the Cowboys. I mean, that's maybe the best team out of those six, but you're, you're playing at home. I don't think that the 49ers should really have that much of an issue with any of those teams, even going to Cleveland, like that should still be a win for the 49ers. So that's a great point in not needing necessarily to rush him back. Let him get fully healthy and, you know, make a run, continue your run, I should say, throughout the middle and second half of the season. Yeah, 49ers, the favorites to win the NFC West, minus 165 at uh, BetMGM. I was kind of surprised that they're that big of a favorite. You know, Seahawks, plus you can almost get two to one, plus 195 for the Seahawks. Four to one, the Niners, to win the NFC Championships. Nine to one to win the Super Bowl. So that's that's a little NFL for you. Baseball is back. We had our little all-star break. We had a little sabbatical. And the one thing that I always like to do, Kate, is I always like to find myself a little value. I like to do a, 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 a little shopping, as we like to say. And I always look at who's who had a bad first half and can they possibly rebound in the second half. And the two, thing, two teams that I'm looking for are the Padres and the Yankees, who could have had just as terrible first halves as you could possibly imagine. So, Kate, could I sell you, could I coerce you into a plus 310 for the Padres to make the playoffs or even the Yankees, who are minus 165? They think the Yankees are making the playoffs. Minus 165 for the Yankees to make the playoffs. Well, I I mean, the Yankees, yeah, he kind of could sell me on them just because – their record, they play in the AL East. Like, that's a tough division. So, I mean, they're fourth in that division, eight games back from, from the top. But the record, 49 and 42, is still top, what, six, seven right now in the AL. Plus, uh, Aaron Judge comes back, they get healthy. Like, that could potentially be a huge positive in terms of winning a boatload of games in the second half of the season. The Padres, too, I don't hate the Padres at all. I mean, their their offense has been really, really poor throughout the first half of the season, but their pitching has been okay. Like, they still have a solid pitching, um, uh, pitching core, and they just get the bats going a little bit. All of a sudden, th- their offense gets a little confidence and things start clicking. Like, they just need to have a couple games where they get hot uh, at the plate, and all of a sudden, maybe things start turning around for them. So... Yeah, you kind of could talk me into both of those, actually. I I really don't hate that at all. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Yankees, eight back of the Rays in the division, game out in the wild card. So they're a lot closer, while the Padres, eight and a half back of the Dodgers, six out in the wild card. But that that, that thunderous offense, you know, I I, I still believe in it. Here's, Here's a couple of little, let's get in the weeds a little bit. How about the Guardians, okay? That division, one team is coming out of that division. Uh, one playoff team. No, there's no wild cards coming out of the AL Central. The Guardians, despite not having a winning record, are in first place. They're plus 125 to make the playoffs. But, Kate, if only one team is going to get in, and I think it's going to be Cleveland, they're plus 140 to win the Central. Ah, well, you said plus 120 to make the playoffs, plus 140 to win the Central? Exactly. And only one team, I think, is getting in from the Central. Right? So so you're going to have to win that division to get in. So I take them to win the division. I mean, you look at their uh, second half of the season, 
Yeah, they start against uh, the Rangers today. They have a series in Pittsburgh, Philly. That's kind of a tough three series to start. But then you go Kansas City, Chicago. You mix Houston in there. Chicago again. Detroit later. Like, their their second half isn't, well, isn't brutal. I should say that. They do have a couple tough series, but it's not uh, – not impossible. Now, the one thing, Kate, that I that I've that I've learned after being a, a happily married man for over a decade is, I'm allowed to change my mind. Upon <laughs> further review, Kate, I was big on the Orioles. Right, they're four to one to win the division. Um, but I also looked; they're plus two forty to not make the playoffs, and they have the second toughest schedule in the major leagues in the second half of the season. The Rockies, talk about four Rockies. Rockies have the worst schedule, have the hardest schedule in, in, in Major League Baseball, but the, but the Orioles have the second hardest schedule, strength of schedule. All of a sudden, maybe plus 240 to not make the playoffs in Birdland? Yeah. Uh, because of their schedule to start the season, the second half, rather, uh, I, I have to agree with you. I mean, you go Miami, Dodgers, Rays, Phillies, Yankees, Blue Jays, Mets, Astro. Like, it just goes on and on and on. I could keep going. Um, and I believe the Rays are plus 220 to um, win the AL and the Orioles are 12 to 1. So that should tell you something right there that the books don't have a whole lot of confidence in the Orioles to make the playoffs or, you know, go far if they do. So I'd have to agree with you. I think that they have a, a tough road ahead unless they become buyers at the deadline. Like maybe they, they um, make a few big moves, but I, I don't know if I necessarily want to count on that right now. Right. And, you know, this as a Dodger fan, as a kid who grew up in L.A., I feel like I'm, uh, I'm going to get tons of like hate mail and, 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 or hate tweets from from all my buddies, because here I am on one hand saying that, that I think the Padres, the Padres are going to make the playoffs. And I'm kind of liking the Astros, trash cans and all. I'm liking the Astros to run down the Rangers and make the remember the Astros are plus money to win their division, and the Rangers are plus two forty to not make the playoffs, despite being two up on the Astros in the AL West. See, I like the Rangers, and maybe this is biased just because I've had a, like I've had fun watching them and following them this yeah. season. I, I think that they they have a good shot. Uh, their offense is just so good, and plus one fifty three run differential in the first half of the season. <laughs> Yeah, Corey Seager that hit, you know, 368 in June. I just think that they have such a potent offense that they're going to be able to um, excel throughout the second half and into the postseason. So I would bet on the Rangers making it into the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's. I, I literally cannot – I have to shake myself after seeing, you know, the Padres and Astros. And I, I've turned into quite the hater. I even had the Dodgers – under win total, I still don't convince. I'm still not convinced. My Dodgers, are, I think they'll get in, but I, I still, I'm yeah. still not convinced on uh, on the the win total. It, it was I got it. I, I bet at the beginning of the season at under 96 and a half. It's gone. It's gone down a little bit. Um, I think it's at 92 and a half. I still think they're still under at 92 oh, so and a half. You're looking good right there. Right, we're, we're we're getting there. Dodgers in New York tonight against the Mets. 
Uh, it's going to be Urias against Verlander. So that's that's a good stuff. And, and we'll get into it later on as we go to our MLB card. You know, the Marlins uh, in Baltimore, Sandy Alcantara on the mound. Lots of good matchups today. Um, but I want to stress something for you. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to go off the board how an email, watch which email, it may have just derailed a $6 billion deal and also maybe i'm getting maybe i'm starting to shake my fists at the clouds i want to get after these all-star game uniforms now that we've all had time to settle kate i don't know if you like them if you didn't like the mlb all-star game uniforms uh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get into that betql daily presented by mgm uh with kate constable i'm jim rodriguez off the board is next right here on the betql network Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 